What's going on? I Hate Average Podcast back with another week, another episode. Last week was fun. We had Gabriel from Swim Lennox. Uh, he's talking about hustling and pursuing your passion no matter what, no matter how hard the obstacles, no matter what comes your way, just keep going. Even if you got to stop for a little while, stop, pause, but get back to it. A lot of fun, great insight. This week we got Zakia from the Facts of Life podcast. Um, <clears throat> one of the things that, that I, I liked about Zakia, she's very, very open and honest. Um, even on her show, on her podcast, so I want to have her on and discuss some things. So we talked about Houston and some of the uh, hurricane relief efforts. We even got into some of the lack of uh, efforts from Joel Alstein. And uh, my internet went out while I was talking. While we was talking about it, so I guess that's a sign not to talk about the man of God. <laughs> so um, my internet went out, so the sound might. The first half of the interview might sound a little differently because my internet went out and I had to make some other arrangements. But we got the interview done. We got we uh, got the episode done, and hope you guys enjoy. So here's an interview with Zakia for the Facts of Life. All right, everyone. Thanks. Another week, another episode. I hate average podcast. I got a special guest. I got Zakia from the Facts of Life podcast. How you doing, Zakia? I'm doing good. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for your time, Zakia. So, tell us a little about yourself. How did you get started with the Facts of Life? So, I received my degree in communications, and I was going to finish in a minor in journalism, but I wanted to hurry up and finish my degree, so I just, I didn't do the minor in journalism, but um my goal was to be in radio initially and I still want to be in radio but um I'm I recently sorry I moved to Houston about a year ago so I've been in Houston a year and since I've been here you know I've been discovering you know that I don't necessarily need to be in radio to do radio and I've listened to a lot of podcasts so you know I decided like why not just do my own podcast I could talk about my journey here in Houston and it's almost like you know a diary almost so it's just walking you through you know what I've been through what I've encountered dating working um, in Houston, the friends, the people that I've met, the diff, the cultural differences from, because I'm originally from New Haven, Connecticut, so okay. the cultural differences from Houston and Connecticut. So, is yeah, it, just is it like, really why a difference? Not? Is it really a difference from uh, Houston to Connecticut? I think that there is a difference. Um, I think that. Being up north, like especially like the tri-state area, like it's way fast. It's way faster than Houston. Like people in Houston, they just move slower with everything, whether it's driving, um, taking their time to text you back. Um, like the job that I'm at now, it took them like a whole. I applied for the job in like April, and I didn't get a call back until like June, maybe. You know, so. They just, I don't know, people in Houston, they just take their time doing everything. <laughs> I guess it's the, the southern, I guess the southern feel, everybody just uh, more relaxed. 
Yeah, super relaxed. They are super relaxed. Where you know, back home, everybody's like on the go. Like not because I come from a small city, and like not saying like we're super fast paced like New York City, but it's like we're way faster paced than people down here. Yeah, I definitely understand. So, what made you? Because I I listen to your podcast. I listen to most of your episodes. But you're very very open about your life. What what made you? feel to just be so honest and open about you know things going on in your life i want to be open because i want people to relate and i want people to understand like they're not alone because i feel like a lot of times especially like when it comes to celebrities and social media people hide behind you know social media and fame and stuff and they're just not open and honest and people feel like you know, they have to live up to these standards, but it's like everybody doesn't live that way. Like there's real people out here that go through real struggles, like depression, anxiety, people lose their jobs, people don't have money, people have to do things that they don't want to do. And I feel like people don't talk about that. Like they only want to showcase the success. Whereas me, like I'm just trying to let people know, like, I have to struggle and it's okay if you have to struggle too. So that's where my transparency comes from. Cause I feel like if I'm not transparent, people, it's not believable. Like I don't want to put on a show and act, you know, for, um, social media. Like that's just not me. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I just want people to understand that the struggle, it gets real sometimes and you're not alone in the struggle. Definitely, yeah. It definitely makes sense. Um, <laughs> you talked about some of your, your dating woes. So is Houston, is that is that different than Connecticut also? Yeah, the dating is really different out here because I, up north, back home in Connecticut, guys are super direct and upfront about what they want. They don't hesitate about trying to talk to you like I went back home in June for example and um I had went to go do this fitting I was supposed to do a photo shoot but I didn't end up doing it so I walked back home which you know things are much closer you know in Connecticut well in New Haven so I ended up walking back home from the place that I was at and like you know while I'm walking down the street like guys are speaking to me whether they're asking for my number or not like they're I guess cat calling, you could say that, but it's just like they acknowledge, like, okay, this girl's walking down the street. They'll say something. Whereas, like, I've been walking to work these past couple of days because um, my apartment is closer to my job now. So I walk to work and I okay. walk past guys. They won't say anything to me. <laughs> and, like, even when I'm out, like, whether I'm at the lounge, at the club, like guys they don't say anything they won't try to dance with you whereas back home like it's just like the complete opposite like guys are coming up to you talking to you even though sometimes they may be i don't know if i can curse can i curse yeah of course you can <laughs> oh okay i didn't know like they're you know a piece of shit or whatever but it's like at least like you acknowledge my presence whereas guys out here like they're they're being chased by women because wow. I feel like the women down here, they want to, they aspire to be married, uh, you know, and they want that relationship. But it's like back home, the guys, they just don't they're care. They're trying to have fun, much. really. They're trying to have fun. Yeah, they're just trying <laughs> to have fun. They're honest. Like, they'll ask for your number. Like, 
you know, guys here, they don't do that. And it's like every time I speak to a guy about dating down here, like a guy out here, they're like, oh, you're dating the wrong guy or you're on the wrong side of town. It's like, for me, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, you're all the same niggas to me, (laughs) you know? So that doesn't make a difference to me. How, first of all, I want to make sure. How how is I know Houston had the um the the hurricane. It was a lot of flooding. So how how have you been with that situation? Well, I personally didn't have any damage to any of my property. Um, but when it was happening, it was like really, you know, it was a lot because I've never been through a hurricane before. Well, we had like um was a hurricane not hurricane tropical storm sandy or something but it was like that was like pretty much in like was it staten island that they got the most damage and like connecticut i don't since i've been alive we've never had a hurricane just tropical tropical storms but it's like the most like trees falling down but it's nothing like damaging how it was here like people lost their homes their cars and stuff and it was like I made a decision to go out <laughs> that night. The hurricane really started. Oh. I went to go watch the Floyd, May- Floyd Mayweather fight, and I <laughs> went to a friend's house. Right, and the, on the way there, that's when it started raining, and I was like, oh. In the back of my head, I'm like, you need to turn around. Like, you just need to go back home. But I was just like, oh, I'm already here, whatever. Maybe it'll stop, you know. So end up getting stranded and it's like when I was on my way pulling into my friend's parking lot I for sure thought that my car was going to be underwater but it wasn't it just had started flooding in her parking lot but it was just it was a lot emotionally because like everybody everybody from back home like my friends and my family like everybody's calling me every five minutes you know to make sure I'm okay and it's just like it was like a, a lot of it was emotional because it's like damn you feel bad for people that are stuck too. There's people that have it worse than me. Like I was just stranded at a friend's house, but I just couldn't get back to the other side of town. But there's some people that were on top of their roofs. Like that whole week, everything was going on. Like I could not sleep. Like I was uh, up on Twitter, Instagram, looking to see if I could call for help for people. Cause some people, their power was going out. Their phone was on 10%, you know, it was just like a lot. Yeah, definitely. I mean, so I don't, I don't know, like how to make up of Houston. And so it was like, because I know in New York we have like different boroughs. So were you like in in a section or a borough where it wasn't as badly flooded as as the other sections? So Houston is a very huge city. So it like I could be like the side of town that I'm on. I'm on the southwest side of town. Like in this particular area that I'm in. It may not be flooded, but if you go the next street over, it could be flooded, uh-huh. you know? So it's not like boroughs, but it's like different sides of town because it's so big. But it, it doesn't matter, like, you know, what side of town that you're on. You could be on the same side of town as a person two blocks from you, and their street could be flooded and everything could be damaged. But over here, it's just, it's fine. Like, that's how it was. Okay. Like, there were some areas that got hit harder than others, but I was... I, I don't want to say like every part of Houston got hit, but like the majority Most of it, yeah. Got hit. Wow. Yeah. 
Uh, so you didn't make it to Lakewood over there? You didn't make it to Joe Olsen's? Nah, I, wasn't, I was too far from Lakewood. Um, yeah, I was, it's probably, it probably would have took me like 20. And then the traffic is like terrible. Like even with the, you know, they closed off a lot of roads. So it probably could have took me a 20, a regular 20 minute drive probably would have took me like an hour and a half to get over there. Wow. If I want to go over there, um, I don't really agree with the negative, <laughs> but you know. Yeah, I, I just wanted to joke because that it was it was a big thing um that week when everything was going on. Right, like I told you, we had some technical difficulties because we was talking about the man of God. My bad, Joel. Don't mess up my incident anymore. I'm sorry. I apologize. Anyway, um, while we have this quick moment to pause, I want to start doing promos again. So if you guys are interested. Hit me up, show at averagej.com. Once again, it's show at averagej.com. Want to start doing promos? You got a product, a service, a business, you're an artist, and you just want your music to be out there? Let me know, show at averagej.com. Let's get back to Zakia. Well, you grew on after the episode. Uh, so there was one, because like I, I was saying, like, you know, I want to be transparent on the podcast. And then there was one episode where I was super open and I wasn't sure how it was going to be received. Um, I was nervous about it, you know, because I basically was telling everybody, like, I had lost my job and I was embarrassed because, I, one, I lost my job. I don't have any income coming in at the time. And also went ahead and I danced for one I did it for one day. I didn't go back to dance again because of the club that I was at. It was super ratchet, like <laughs> super, super ratchet. So yeah. I was just like, nah, I'm not doing that. But, you know, I wasn't sure how people were going to perceive it. I didn't know if people were going to judge me. But I got a lot of feedback, you know, saying, like, telling people what people were telling me, like, you know, keep going and stuff like that. Because, like, there would have been plenty of times, like, I just completely wanted to give up because of me losing my job and stuff. Of course. So, you know, I got a lot of feedback from that, but it took everything in me to, like, put that episode out, you know? That's definitely, that's that's definitely, definitely transparent. Um, I don't know if I would have been bold enough to, to, you know, to tell that story, but like you said, I guess, you know, people go through the similar issues so that, they have a point of reference and, you know, you can kind of help them get through some of the issues that they go through. Right. You know, hopefully it'll help people to, you know, be more honest about their situation or just know that, you know, there's somebody going through the same struggle, if not a similar struggle. Yeah. So the facts of life, do you guys, I know it's a hot topic uh, nowadays with politics. Do you guys, touch on that at all or do you just try to focus on some of the issues that you're going through personally yeah I try to focus on the issues that I'm going through personally um I will touch on some stuff that is going on in the world like you know celebrity gossip and stuff but I try to stay away from it because I feel like there's so many people that are covering that um and not to say like I would be bad at it but I'm just like you know who wants to keep, there's like 30 million podcasts talking about the same thing, basically, you Yeah, know? you're right. 
So I don't really try to focus on celebrity gossip, but if I feel like, you know, either it's just funny or if it's something that, you know, people are really, really talking about, like the whole Kevin Hart thing, like I touched on that a little bit on one of my episodes because I just thought it was not funny, but I just thought it was so crazy, like how he has the freaking world up in arms about him confessing <laughs> that he was cheating. Like, I swear to God, like, that's what everybody was talking about for, like, a whole week. You know, now nobody's talking about it. Everybody's talking about the NFL and stuff like that. Yeah. But, like, nobody cares now. Like, but he had people arguing on Twitter and stuff. Like, you know, <laughs> it was, like, a whole thing. So I just thought, like, it's just super interesting that, you know, people are just so up in arms about something like that like people cheat all the time but it's like it's just funny that he really had us arguing for a whole week yeah i mean i don't i don't want to talk about it too much but i think the more it was kind of more shocking because of the way he he bragged about his wife and talked you know he he kind of flaunts their relationship so much so the fact that it was him it kind of was it was so shocking to people Right, and then he did a Breakfast Club interview talking about how cheating was too much of a hassle, basically. Yeah. And then you go back and you cheat. He probably was cheating <laughs> that whole damn time. It's true. So that's why, like, for me, Kevin Hart, I really can't take him serious. Like, I, did, I never thought he was funny, number one. And, like, I feel like now that he's getting, progressing in his career, I feel like he's putting on more of a show and it's not believable anymore. So that's why I just like you just sat here on the Breakfast Club, told a whole damn story, but you could have been cheating this whole fucking time, you know? That's true. Yeah, we, you're right. We won't know, but it's like now, you may now just be confessing. <laughs> so what's what's your thoughts on on relationships and cheating? Because my my perspective, of course, I I don't live this way because I'm married, but I just think that the way things are, it's kind of hard to just be, you know just focus on one person and focus, you know, it's cheating. is so, to me, it's so available now. Of course, I wouldn't do it. Like Kevin Hart said, I wouldn't do it. But it's just, it seems so available now. Like, you know, you have like social media. Let's say, you know, so the woman down the street you think is attractive. You could look her up, find her on Instagram and message her and, you know, things going from there. So it's just, it's, kind of difficult to you know to stay monogamous the access is super easy now with social media but I mean right now I'm not in a relationship but when I have been in relationships I've never cheated but and nobody has ever really told me to my face that they've cheated on me well I'm like one one instant where this guy was dating you know, we have went on a quote-unquote break, whatever that is, and he had slept with his ex. And, like, when he did that, I knew the relationship was over, you know, at that point, even though it was over long before he did that because it was, like, a super toxic relationship. Yeah. But once he did that, I knew, like, there's no coming back from this for me, you know, because it's just going to it's gonna keep happening just because of the situation with him and his ex. Like, you know, they were in close proximity of each other because they both went to the same church. His father was a pastor. Oh, my God. And, you know, she would stay over there sometimes. So, it was like, once he did that, I was like, you know, it's over. Like, there's no, it's, it's done. 
but like other than that like nobody if they have cheated on me they haven't told me yeah you know um so I, yeah i don't know i the way i feel about cheating is like um like if we're married if i was married i i can't i've never been married so i can't really say but i would my goal would be to try to work it out i don't want you to cheat on me yeah of course but if it does happen and if we have a family or whatever like i would want to try to work it out at least um but as far as like you know a relationship goes like i feel like they're even though marriages are temporary but i feel like relationships are more temporary you said marriages um, are temporary yeah because like you have no legal ties to each other like even though you know you may break up and it may take some time to get over it it's not going to be as detrimental if you are in a marriage like marriage you have to go through a divorce you have to pay money to a lawyer you have to go through you know custody battles and stuff like that like that's a long drawn out process whereas i feel like relationships are not it won't be as long and drawn out as a marriage that's true no you're you're absolutely right right. even like dating now it's just like i could just I could date somebody for a month and it's just like, we could just stop and like, I could keep moving and date somebody else, you know? You know, whereas years, I feel like you're investing time, you're you're investing more time and love and money and, you know? A lot of money. (laughs) And then also, I don't know, I just feel like, and if, if a guy wants to talk to me, he has a girlfriend, like, I really don't care because like, not saying I don't care, but it's like you know if you're if your man wants to do that like you need to reevaluate who you're dating and who he is and how he respects you and your relationship that has nothing to do with me <laughs> um but i would prefer not to date anybody that's involved um i prefer a single man but i don't know it's just like your boyfriend may be the love of my life Oh man, imagine that. That That's just that's how it is. But if I if I was dating like now, um, and somebody cheated on me, I'd probably be over it because like it's more efficient to see. Yeah, that's what I've learned in dating. Yeah, you're absolutely right. But I think it's interesting thinking that your boyfriend is the love of my life. That's interesting. He might be. You never know. I think people have like specific needs and I think that um you know whatever parameters that comes into as long as their needs are met people are for the most part happy so I don't know right and I Yeah. You never know. 
you you're absolutely right. I guess you never know until you're honest and, and, and you know the conversation comes up. Right, that person may be with it, but if you sneaking behind me back and stuff, you'll you'll never know. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So I guess uh, your podcast your podcast is you know based on the life of a millennial. So what's one of like the most issues that you deal with? You know, throughout your your day to day life, is it relationships? Is it career wise? Is it um, you know finding ways to express yourself with creating content? What's Something was something that that stresses you out the most most days. I think like my career the most um, because like you know I went to school I got the degree and I can't really find a job in my field that's something I want to do something that I love and like I've been working these entry level jobs and I hate them you know like so it's hard and it's older people are that are like, oh, why don't you just apply? And it's like, it don't work like that, you know, because of the industry that I want to be in. Like, they want you to have three or four years of experience, and it's like, I don't have that because, you know, I'm not giving me a chance. (laughs) I've only been out of school for two years. Yeah. And nobody will hire me in the field that I want to work in. So it's not easy you know, trying to get a job in your career all the time. Some people, it may be easier for, like, social workers, teachers, nurses, doctors. Mm. I'm trying to think of who else. Like, maybe engineers. Like, it's easier because it's, like, black and white. Whereas, like, being in media, it's like you have to show that you're active. You have to do this. You have to network. You have to go out. You have to it's just like there's multiple steps to get to where you want to be. So I feel like my career is like, you know, one of the biggest things that I struggle with because sometimes I'll be feeling like a failure because I see other people working in their career and it just seems, not saying like they didn't work hard for it, but it just seems like it's easier for them almost. Wow. You know, like they didn't, they don't have to jump through hoops to be in your career where I feel like I'm, I have to jump through hoops and I have to do this, this, that, and the third. Yeah. That definitely makes a lot of sense, but I think you're never going to be, you're never a failure until you completely quit. Once you quit, that's when I think you you, you might be a failure because you're going to have opportunities where you fail in things, but as long as you don't stop, I think you're always going to have that chance and that shot. Right. So, I, I struggle with that um, every now and then. Like, there'll be some days it's, like, really good where I'm like, yeah, like, you know, Oprah, she made it, she got fired a million times before, you know, she became who she is. And Jay-Z was however old when he dropped his first album and stuff like that. And then there's, like, other days where it's like, oh, what the fuck? Like, what am I doing wrong? Like, why yeah. can't I? get in my career, am I not good enough type of thing. So I would say that's like my biggest struggle and I feel like that's what I talk about. I I feel like I talk about that more like and I said this before, I think I said it on my podcast that like whenever I talk to my mom, like we talk about my career. Like we don't talk about kids, marriage, <laughs> relationships, like our conversations like, if we're talking about me, 
like there it's like about my career like what I want to do like the next steps and stuff like so even though I date every now I try to date whatever it's like it's not a huge deal as much as it as my career is but that's a good thing I think as long as as long as it bothers you it's gonna keep you focused so that's a good thing right so how was the Houston nightlife because you know I I like to one of my things, my random things, I like to go to random cities around the country just to see, for like weekends and just to see how it is. So what's what's Houston like? If you you know you go in there, and you're looking for something to do on a weekend. What's the Houston nightlife for? So I haven't been to a club in Houston since January. Um, I go to a lot of bars and lounges, so. I, I think that when I first got here, it was fun, but now that I've been to so many places, like, I'm kind of over it. <laughs> um, so, you're from New York, right? Yeah. Okay. So, you know how, at one point, well, I feel like people up north, they still dance, but it was like, you know, that whole get light thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People were hollering, shaking, and stuff like that, and, like, people still dance up north, but, like... Coming down here is the complete opposite. Like, they don't dance. The guys, <laughs> especially, they don't dance. Which I think is, like, super funny because I feel like back home, everybody dances. Yeah. Girls, guys, doesn't matter. Um, so they don't dance. Like, I feel like it's just, like, an okay nightlife. It's not something that I'm used to. They play a lot of Houston or Texas things from artists from Dallas and stuff they play a lot of that in the club so I don't really know a lot of the songs <laughs> um I feel like the DJs to me it's, it's very few DJs out here I feel like that play a variety of things okay like I feel like most of the DJs they only play like you know the Houston artists or the Dallas artists or you know Pimp C and whatever Slim Thug like who you know people that are from Houston yeah um, Mike Jones and all <laughs> Right, all that stuff And I'm just like, uh, like I don't want to hear that shit So I haven't really been going out As much as I was going out last year But um, I think like If you're not from here You're gonna you're gonna like it Okay um, It's not terrible But it's just like Since I've been here for so long Like I'm just over it at this point You know, cause I feel like I'm just hearing the same shit But it's like I feel like there's so much to do as well. Um, Like, there's always something to do. There's always a party going on. Like, I get emails, like, 50 emails a day about parties. They they party during the week on a Monday. (laughs) Like, not at the club, but, like, you know, at bars and lounges and stuff. Like, there's there's something going on every day. It's a lot of networking going on, a lot of networking. Yeah, like, the other day I drove past this bar. What was yesterday? Monday. And, like, the parking lot is packed. Wow. I'm like, yo, like, y'all don't work in the morning? Like, <laughs> but it's like they have, you know, hookah specials going on or, you know, happy hour specials. Like, one of my friends from back home, she came to visit me in December. And, you know, I had obviously took off the days because um, she was here. Okay. Um, so we went out on the Wednesday night. We went to this... Um, lounge called Prospect Park and it was um I think it was like Afro Beach night or something but it was just so it was packed 
like literally you were squeezing, touching people, walking back. And I'm just like, these people are popping bottles. <laughs> on a Monday. On a Wednesday night. Like, y'all still work in the morning? <laughs> That's that's a good set. People like to have fun there, but it's just not your type of fun. Like some some places, I I, I do have fun at. Like I like Prospect Park, especially like on Wednesdays because like they play like you know African music and they play. I really love reggae or dancehall music. Like that's my whole thing. So okay. Like, I don't mind going there. Um, but yeah, it's just like it has to be something worth going to in order for me to go. Okay. I just point, like it has to be I don't know like like this weekend I think is Nigerian to their sports teams? Are you a Rockets fan? Um, I don't really watch sports, so uh, no. Uh, I'm, yeah, I don't <laughs> watch sports. Like, um, I like I prefer basketball over football. Um, and I went to a Rockets game since I've been here. I've been to one Rockets game, but I've never had like a quote unquote team. Okay. Even when I was back home, like I've never. Because, like, sports weren't big in my house. Yeah. So, I've never converted to a team. But, I mean, I guess I'm a, I don't want to say I'm a, a Rockets fan. <laughs> Whatever. I support them. Because I'll go to the games and I have a Rockets t-shirt. So, I support them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's good enough. That's good enough. <laughs> so, yeah. Zakia, I thank you so much for your time. I really, really appreciate talking to you. I want to have you on again. I'm make sure my laptop and all that is working perfectly. Um, <laughs> so, how can people reach out to you? How can they hear the podcast and all of that? So, you can find the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud, Facts of Life. And then you can find me on um, social media at I'm five foot two. That's on Twitter and Instagram. So it's gonna be I am the number five and you spell foot out F O O T and the word two, so T W O. So you can find me on um Instagram, Twitter, I tweet a lot. I don't really post that many pictures on Instagram. <laughs> and also, my group, Facts of Life, is on Facebook, too, so you can at me um, in the group if you'd like. And, yeah, I want to thank you for having me on here. There you have it. That's my interview with Zakia from the Facts of Life podcast. A lot of fun. That probably was one of my favorite interviews just because of the technical aspects that I had to deal with. I had to rush and figure out a way to record and have her back on. So it was, a, it was a lot, a lot of fun. Um, cool perspective. Very, very transparent. Check out her show. Check her out, her show, Facts of Life. Um, it's a cool podcast. It's on iTunes. It's on SoundCloud. Check her out. Like she said, check out her Facebook group if you can. Also, keep rating and reviewing on this podcast, I Hate Average Podcast. Rate, review on iTunes. Um, 
Well, not iTunes, Apple Podcasts. I keep making that mistake. Go on Apple Podcasts, rate and review, subscribe if you haven't. SoundCloud, you could click like, repost, comment, let me know what you like, what you don't like. Email show at averagej.com. And I'll talk to you guys next week.